0: I'm trying to elevate small talk to medium talk.
1: Hi, I'm Alexander Chester, and I've got a red snapper that'll talk to you.
2: I'm Avsonensky, and I too have been married for 10 years. 10 long years.
3: Samantha Mathis and I played Donna in season eight, episode six of Curb. The episode was called "The Hero." Larry, you were my hero.
1: Welcome back to pretty, pretty, pretty good a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast. Uh, we are here today uh, with our very special guest, Samantha Mathis. Very excited. Uh, she's going to tell us all about her experience playing Donna in "The Hero." Mm. And then we're going to also talk about uh, Larry's various other love, love interests through the first eight episodes, eight seasons of the show, and we'll find out, uh, you know, uh, which ones Larry, uh, where he really let the uh, the ball slip through his fingers, and uh, uh, who he's missing as uh, as we move uh, into seasons nine, ten, and eleven with single Larry on the prowl. So well, Samantha, I think we
3: could just we could just wrap up that question by saying it was Donna. I yeah. mean, obviously <laughs> All she right, was quick a cat. Episode. yeah Yeah. and scene um i mean donna was she was she was pretty great i mean i wish i was donna Mm. i thought i thought she was fantastic and really good for larry Mm -hmm.
1: yeah well so let's and i do want to we'll talk about you know uh getting cast onto the show and all that in a second but let's start with where we ended which is donna on the subway with ricky gervais and larry has just Um. saved larry has just saved them donna seems to be a little regretful with her choice of ricky over larry of course then larry's shoelace gets stuck in the door and what do you imagine happens next um well first of all does larry get (laughs) larry's not murdered obviously by a moving train because we see him the next week but what happens next does donna and larry do they ever see each other again because obviously on camera they don't but in your imagination what happens to donna
3: pretty pretty negative on that i would say that um my sense of larry is that once uh he's humiliated and donna has made the choice of ricky he's like you and i will let you live with that choice <laughs> that's my sense of who larry larry on curb is uh, who larry is in real life who knows yeah. <laughs> but um that's my sense of larry in the show is he'd be like you made your bed now lie in it hmm.
1: And what about the yeah. Donna Ricky relationship? How much longer did that last after his pitiful performance? I,
3: I, 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 I don't think it did. I mean, she, yeah. she just saw that he wasn't a hero like Larry he was.
1: Mm-hmm. He true. was no
3: Sully Sullenberger. <laughs>
2: you are, yeah.
1: So yeah, let's take a step back now. Let's talk about tell us, you know, how you uh, got uh, got onto the show in the first place.
3: Well, I got on the show the old-fashioned way, though there is uh, sort of an interesting story there. So I, I had moved to New York um, maybe a year prior to that. I'd just done a Broadway show with Jane Fonda, and um, I had just turned 40, and two weeks before my birthday, I decided to take myself on a bike ride across the uh, Williamsburg Bridge. Um, my... my brakes locked and I flipped over the handlebars and right. I broke my left arm which and I ended up having to have surgery and so all that is a preamble to say that this was the first job I did um once I got my cast off and I was still wearing like a temporary cast and so when I went to the audition there were a bunch of us in the audition room and um you know ladies like like myself and I took the cast off before I went in but I was still I was still somewhat vulnerable and um, really nervous that I'd be found out and hopeful that they wouldn't have a problem with it. But I was like, do I wear the cast? No. If I wear the cast, ah, Larry might be confused by the cast or have a problem with the cast. So I took the cast off and then I got the part. I think I read for a couple of parts because he had a girlfriend every episode in that season right. in New York City. Right. And so I read with him for one thing and then they asked me to stay and then I read for Donna and that's what I got. So I was really excited to, uh, to get that episode and uh, grateful that I, I, I don't think that Larry even knows that, uh, yeah, I had a broken arm and I didn't tell
1: anyone. Wow. I also um, uh, injured myself flying uh, off of a on a bike crossing the Tribal <sighs> Bridge in New York once. And I did not get cast on the curb as a result, unfortunately. <laughs> so.
3: Well maybe your legs aren't <laughs> as long as mine
2: i don't know probably
1: yeah I'm, you, I'm i'm less larry's type probably do
2: you do you recall which uh which was the other character that you read for or is that slipped around no nah.
3: okay. no i don't remember anything anymore except my lines
2: okay well, we'll a good day. we'll see if you you may have a future uh matchup against your sliding doors character uh, later mm-hmm. so we'll see which one prevails
1: Uh, Can we can we can we watch a clip of Samantha playing Donna?
2: Uh, Sure. Let's pull it up right now. Cool. Ah,
3: yes. I just can't believe, quite honestly, that I haven't heard about what happened on the plane, Larry.
0: Honestly, it was nothing.
3: I think people need to know about it. I mean, do you remember Sully Sullenberger? Sully, yeah. Sully Sullenberger, when he landed that plane in New York City, right there in the water, that was inspiring to
0: people. It's interesting, I never made the Sully connection before. I wonder what uh, Sully would have done if he was in my shoes. Not that I'm comparing myself to Sully. People should know that you did this. This is a whole other side of you that people don't know about. You know about it. That's enough for me. Okay. If you wanna call Sully.
3: <laughs>
0: you can tell, remember, you can tell Sully, okay?
3: You are too modest
0: funny you know i've never really been tested like that before
3: Mm.
0: been fighting a war you know once i went to the uh, seventh game of the world series and came home on the subway and it was very crowded and hot and (laughs) sweating on me Mm. Mm. my composure i thought that was a good sign
3: thank god you were on the plane that's all i have to say
0: you could say more i could yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh Larry
2: <laughs> so yeah so um, Donna seems to really be like looking for like the this heroic masculine type uh, you know she's like not interested in Larry at all until he quote saves the day even though we know he didn't really do anything uh, then as soon as he's exposed as a fraud like she's done with him on to Ricky Gervais uh, next, yes. uh, next she wants a real man
3: she oh. wants a real man <laughs> and a real man does not talk about encroaching on the armrest between seats, which is what happens in the scene prior to that on the airplane and prior to her looking at him a different way. He's like, encroaching! Encroaching! Yeah. So, yeah. No, she definitely gets turned on by Larry once he um, exhibits his prowess as a hero.
1: Well, As he said, he said, I'll do better. And he did.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I'm going to give full disclosure. I mean, I did not ever train in improv, so when I got this part, I was thing terrified I was gonna be playing with two of the biggest boys in the world Larry I mean Larry that's enough and then Ricky too what so I felt like my job was to just like be pretty and stay out of the way for the most part um see them up and and then watch it watch it all happen so I coached a little bit with a friend of mine so let me go back you know you know the show's improvised duh and um and, uh, in fact, when we were shooting this scene, someone handed him like sides, sides are the, you know, little, um, the call sheet and then the scenes that you're shooting that day, obviously there's no script, but apparently there was an outline. So we were in, we were just running through what the scene was going to be. And he's like, yeah. And then at the end, this happens. And I was like, it does. And he said, well, yeah, it's in the outline. I was like, the outline, what outline Larry?" No one's given me anything. I found out everything that was happening for my character through my wardrobe biddings. Because they were like, and then you need a cocktail dress because you go to this dinner party. And I was like, I do. So I was really flying by the seat of my pants. And so I knew what this scene was and what had happened before it. And I called my buddy, a very talented actress and stand up comedian, podcast host, Arden Marine. And she was like, break it down for me, girl. What's happened in the scene? What's the context? Where's it coming from? And we started riffing, Airplane Hero. And she was like, Sully Sullenberger. Sully, you can bust out some Sully. Now, I know the show is meant to be improvised. Again, I think they actually stopped giving people the outlines. I feel like it was because Richard, uh, Richard was preparing too many bits beforehand or something
2: (laughs) I don't remember we've definitely heard that yeah yeah, sorry we definitely heard that Richard Lewis is notorious for trying to get his hands on everything
3: right so I guess he didn't want that but I'm not a stand-up comedian so I just needed some guidance and they didn't give it to me so Arden threw me the nugget of the Sully Sullenberger which is fun because it's an alliteration it's fun to say and it was actually perfect and genius so I really I would love to take credit for that but um yeah. So anyway, it is a scene where they are connecting, it's their first date, she's having a martini, and I guess the uh, implication of the end of the scene is uh, they go upstairs. It's on, like Donkey Kong, <laughs> yeah. with Donna and Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, Donna, I mean, has the distinction of one of the few... Uh... Women that Larry dates who not only dumps him, but then also upgrades, like goes to someone who is at least in, a, in the world of the show viewed as a bigger celebrity than him.
3: Thank you, Larry. That That's what your perception of me was. I appreciate that.
1: Well, yeah, you, you're at the cool table right from the beginning um, at Jeff and House. Susie's dinner party. You're at the cool table. Larry's House. at the not cool table. Certainly if Susie's uh, doing the seating assignments. And yeah, absolument, so
3: absolutely. As the French yeah. would say, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Totally. All right. So so you, you're Larry's first uh, love interest in New York. Uh, he He's just arrived in New York, of course, in the beginning of season eight. He's still in L.A. And the the previous uh, uh, person that he dates is Heidi, played by Rebecca Kreskoff in The Smiley Face, who is a server at a restaurant. And um, uh, why don't we see a little bit of Heidi and then see. uh ahead.
4: See the night.
0: Did you kissed the hostess? No. Uh-uh. And she kissed you back. Really? What the yeah. hell? Uh, what do you think? Beautiful girl, but you're shitting where you eat. That's right. I'm shitting where I eat. <laughs> you're never going to be able to come back here. Inevitably, I will break up with her. There's no question about it. Uh-huh. But when that happens, mm-hmm. I will come back here. And I will shit where I eat. Or eat where you sit. <laughs> I've never seen it done. I'm hell-bent on doing it. You're hell-bent? Yes. All right. Uh. She texted me. She texted you. How oh, yeah. adorable. Yeah. Smiley face. At the end. Oh, smiley face. See? <laughs> I told her about the smiley
2: faces. Hates no smiley faces.
1: Yeah. Always great, by the way, to compare a romantic partner to uh, shit.
2: But.
3: <laughs> yeah, that goes over real well.
1: Yeah. Now let's talk Please about Donna's. That. Let's go back to Donna's backstory for a little bit. We know she's sitting in business class on a, on a cross-country flight. Um, mm. she, she's hobbing and nobbing with all, with all the celebs in New York. Uh, what, what do you imagine? How, we don't learn much about like her profession or her background. What, what In your head, what do you imagine? Where's Donna coming from? What's
2: she doing?
3: Entertainment
2: lawyer. Oh, ah, okay. Oh, okay. Good. Not the, mm-hmm. not the COO of Taylor Mason Capital. Oh. No. Oh. This is not a, <laughs> this is not a shared universe.
3: No, no. I I see her as someone who knows how to hobbob with people in the entertainment business, not someone who used to be the chief superintendent of the Navy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. My character was on, on Billions. Yeah.
1: All right. So I guess the question is, so, you know, again, every every woman that we've seen through the first eight episodes, eight seasons, including Cheryl, of course, is a woman who has has loved him and left him. And the, the purpose of today's podcast is to determine, you know, where did Larry go wrong the most? Uh, who should he most be pining for and regretting? And between these two, I'm going to say Donna's the clear victor here. The smiley faces are a bit much, uh, you know, Donna, Donna leaves Larry for a bigger celebrity. Rebecca leaves Larry and, you know, uh, excuse me, uh, Heidi leaves Larry and, you know, paints the smiley face on his forehead because what is it over 60 bucks? So I think Larry, uh, probably good riddance that he's done with Heidi is my opinion.
3: Oh well, I don't know. I don't know about No disrespect.
1: That. I mean, did uh, <laughs> of course. Pretty,
3: pretty fantastic, but but cheers. Uh, uh, my character thanks you for saying that I uh, that she is the clear victor. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know Larry Larry's no walk in the park uh, for, for a, a lady to date. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think right. Donna did make the right choice, but that's on Larry.
2: She would have. She would have kept going. Yeah, yeah. As as long as he uh, maintained his heroic facade. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. It's hard. It's hard to keep uh, performing heroic acts, which is, you know, Donna expects a constant heroism. It seems like you got to save people on airplanes. You got to save people on subways. That's (laughs)
3: fair. I don't. I I don't. Don't put Donna in a box. I mean, I think what she doesn't want to see is cowardice.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's fair.
3: So, you know, he could have kept going and not having had to be a hero. It's that he showed, you know, he showed who Oz was behind the curtain.
1: Yeah. Although once once Donna finds out that that it was just the shoelaces, I guess Larry makes up for it on the subway. But all right, let's the the most recent girlfriend that we've seen of Larry's is Anna Gasteyer plays Jennifer uh, in the last two mm -hmm. episodes that we've covered. Mr. Softy and Larry versus Michael J. Fox. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Can we see a little bit of Jennifer?
0: thank you so did you drink enough to want to come back to my apartment yes i think really? I did. fantastic <laughs> tonight i'm gonna bring it i'm not joking around right. i mean the only problem is the car the seat. Oh, just the oh. it's it wasn't fixed the seat's still rattling well, but it's it? this way yeah you oh, can sit fine, there, whatever. It's just yeah no car. problem it's just, uh... <laughs> i actually think i'm gonna do very well tonight uh-huh. yeah.
3: oh it's this yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you know, right watching TV. this a is the first TV on television TV. i believe to try and put moves on you while we're watching tv that's sort of how i do it uh-huh. you're not allowed to just say hey let's have sex you gotta go around it like like you're doing something else so you fool the woman <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. the tv kind of diverts your attention from what's what the real agenda is although does it really i mean you know and i know it i don't know why we have to go through this charade anyway i i don't know do you like i got some mixed nuts do you like a mixed (laughs) nut Although, when I opened up the mixed nuts, they put some dried pineapple. Are you kidding me with the pineapple? It doesn't blend well with the mixed nuts, and the dried pineapple is destroying mixed nuts for me. Uh-oh. Give me a chip any day. Do you like chips? Yeah. Do you yeah. like a good chip? Yes. Huh? Yes. What about a dip? Do you like a dip as yes. well as a chip? Yes. You like a chip and a dip? Yes. Right? Yes. Oh. You know, yeah. Bad news. I have no dip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <That> man, is... <laughs> so <sighs> deathless. oh my god is this a parking space oh this is my lucky day unbelievable hey would you mind driving me home i'm kind of done i think i need to call it a night driving- i mean if it's okay why i thought when you were Come, yeah. come upstairs. I, He's kind of ready for bed, you know? I'm ready to do the job. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. And, and look, I have this theory, you yeah. know, like for golf, when I have a bad round, my next round is fantastic because I don't care anymore. I hit the low point, like I hit the low point the last time, and now I, I know that I stink, and when I feel I stink, I'm good. Well, let's go, oh, for, another night, well, let's right? go for another
2: night. I am <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah, luck, uh, not a lucky break for uh, Mr. Softy over there. Yeah.
3: Mm-mm. Although for Anna Gasteyer's character,
2: fantastic. Yeah, yeah, she's doing just fine.
1: And, and Anna yeah. Gasteyer, the, the acting in the uh, vehicular orgasm is just Hall of Fame level. Really unbelievable performance there by her in that scene. But again, the question is, we're looking at the characters as characters in Larry's world. And, and Av, why don't you go first here? Tell us, uh, between Donna and Jennifer, what are your takes?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, to start with... Um... Jennifer has got a kid, you know, that's going to complicate things. I mean, he's a very entertaining, oh. interesting kid, but like a, a, <laughs> a, a kid nonetheless. Um, you know, Jennifer wasn't really my favorite. Um, I think Donna really has that like assertive quality to her that um, Larry needs in a in a partner. I mean, I think one of my big uh, theories um, that I think we'll probably see as we go through the rest of this uh, episode is that I think what Larry is looking for in a lot of ways is an anti Cheryl. And he's trying to like pick out the qualities that were lacking with Cheryl, like her lack of assertiveness, her lack of, like, uh, sexual adventure, her uh, mm. lacking in vulgarity. And I think these are the qualities that really get to, like, the inner id of, like, what Larry's uh, looking for. I think most of all, it, like, he, it needs to be a Gentile, so I think we're going to just, like, <laughs> eliminate all the Jewesses off the top. Yes.
3: And yet, if I may. Um, at one point, when we were shooting, Larry said, are you a Jew? <laughs> and I said, "I said no, Larry. No, I'm not. But I'm an honorary Jew because I grew up in the Fairfax District, and <laughs> all of my friends were born about mitzvahed. and so I can Hattar onayil hena melchalom oh, no. with the best of them. I grew up going to the Jewish Community Center and have the most affinity for any religion uh, is is with Judaism. So I love I love Seder. I love the tradition of Judaism. So most of my Jewish Friends will say I'm an honorary Jew because I'll text them and say Happy Rosh Hashanah, or maybe that's not the one you say Happy for. But you know, I know when Yom Kippur is. My I've spent many Passover saders with uh, with my friend Juliana Marklees and her husband and his family, and so yeah, he just he couldn't get over it. He couldn't get over that I wasn't a Jew. Yeah, yeah, because I can present for Shiksa. Yeah, I can I can present as as tribe because I feel like I feel like I am. I grew up in Olympic in Crescent Heights in Los Angeles. I grew up going to Cantors and like I said, Jewish Community Center. So
1: yeah, fits in a bit better than uh, than Cheryl's family does. Certainly, Cheryl's family is uh, very goyish when we <laughs> when, hey. when, they, when they come to town to visit with the uh, with the Jesus nail around the father in law's neck and whatnot. Um, I think the other thing is you know Jennifer she's she's a nice person, but her her mothering skills you know she's. I don't want to call her homophobic. Maybe she's just a little uh, uncomfortable, but she's, uh, yeah. That I don't think Larry wants to get involved in that whole thing. And, and Donna's high flying entertainment lawyer, as you said, uh, Samantha. Lifestyle much I more think.
3: uncomplicated. So are we saying yeah. that Donna wins again? Donna I th- she wins again, again. again. I think yeah. Donna's going to just uncomplicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's uncomplicated. She has her own money. She's oh, confident. That's true. Yeah. She's
1: not. Yeah. Cheryl right. was waiting for Larry to kick the bucket to take uh, to mm. take the money, as we saw when when Larry almost dies in season six. And and um, yeah, Donna, hopefully, I think uh, would, would be would be less concerned, although Donna might be drafting the prenup herself as an entertainment lawyer. And maybe she uh, she drafts it in a careful way so that Larry Larry thinks he's being the nice guy, but he's actually uh, getting screwed if things don't work out between them. So <laughs>
3: entirely possible. I love that episode. Please pitch that for season uh,
1: 10 and yeah. 11. Ah, OK. All right. Um,
3: they get back together and that's what
1: happens. Oh, I see. Oh, that's a good idea. All right. So uh, uh, yeah. where are we going next?
2: Uh, Next, we're going to go for a two-for-one special. We're Ah. doing uh, two ladies um, known to us as Denise Handicapped and Wendy Wheelchair. Hmm.
0: Why uh, didn't you come with Denise? Well, Susie threw my Blackberry into the ocean, so I didn't have Denise's number. And then I went looking for her, and I met Wendy. Wendy? Who's Wendy? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Denise is here.
3: What? Fuck. Oh, Larry. What's
0: going on with you? All these wheelchairs. I I, I met her when I was looking for her. Well, What do you do? I don't know. What should I do? I don't know. Um, Enjoy. See you later. (laughs) Jeff Bales. Great. We should go in. You sure you want to do this? (laughs) That's really funny. Of course I want to do this. She's my favorite. Okay. Alright. Uh, oh, yeah, just one what second, one second, one second. I'll be with you. in One what? second. No, what just, just, hell just, is just, this? just. It's the mm-hmm. Always good
3: to throw a woman in the closet. What happened?
0: Where oh. were you? I waited and waited. Finally, I called information and got the Fowler's number, and they gave yeah. me direct. What happened? Somebody threw my BlackBerry in the ocean, so I didn't have your number. I, I, I couldn't get in touch with you. Really? Yeah. What, what's that, right Oh, uh, I got a new, new, new BlackBerry. Oh, a new one. No. Don't you think you should turn it sure. off? Sure, I better turn this off. Oh! God. Wait. <laughs> Wendy, wheelchair?
4: Mm. Huh? Oh, Larry. What? You're in the closet. Hang on. <laughs> Who the hell is she?
0: Mm. Sure. Who's she? Denise Handicap. You son of a bitch.
4: Uh.
3: Amazing. Outstanding. Now, here's my question for you, because, yes, of course, there's a brilliant team of writers uh, and showrunners on this show, but there are many stories I've come to learn that are ripped straight from Larry David's life. So do we think that there was actually an experience of dueling handicapped women?
1: (laughs) That's a good question. What
3: happened? It could have happened. I sat on a plane with a gentleman I met, mutual friends, as we were flying to um, Martha's Vineyard. And I had just done the show. And he said to me, Remember that episode when Larry walks out and hands his uh, belly ticket to uh, a man of color? I said, No, I don't really. And he said, Well, that was me. That was me.
1: But real life, you mean? Wow. Real
3: life real life walked out of the Forum or the Coliseum in LA. And this gentleman was standing outside the VIP area and Larry handed him his parking ticket. God. And so began a friendship. Larry, ah. the, the guy said to him, Larry, I'm I'm not. I'm not your man. And he was like, No, 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 no. no. I know you're not my driver. I just need my car. <laughs> and he was like, again, I'm not like, I just came out of the VIP entrance just like you did, Larry. They've long-time friends now. Play golf together in the vineyard. So anyway, um, I do know that some of these things are ripped from his life. Do we think that that these any intel on that?
2: We we I have mean, no intel. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I would. I don't
3: either. I, I, I don't either. I would It'd be. I would guess.
2: Yeah, I would guess maybe uh, one is true. The dueling uh, wheelchair ladies yeah. is probably. Yeah. The- <laughs> well,
3: this is comedy. You want to heighten it, so it's yeah, one, yeah. and then something stupid happened. Something where he was stupid, and then they doubled it. Yeah, yeah probably. probably. Although
1: I do absolutely believe that he would uh, put someone in his phone. Although back when he was a single man, I guess he didn't have cell phones, but I, I feel like it's the kind of thing he could do to put someone in his phone uh, with the with name like Wendy Wheelchair only for her to see he it and get single, offended.
3: He was single after his last, last wife and that was... That's true. Just, they that is true. just before we did this season in, in New York. Mm, yeah, where that's he true. he single ladies. I don't know if you noticed that, but he was divorced and then he wrote a season where he goes to New York yeah. and dates <laughs> different women every episode. Yeah.
1: So you think that it. you think real life Larry David was looking for a uh, <laughs> a paramour from casting? Interesting. I'll
3: let you draw conclusions as you so choose.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, we'll we'll yeah. get there in a bit. But it actually ended up working out with him. He did end up dating uh, Amy Landecker for a little. Amy later.
3: Landecker. Yes. True. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Mm. Uh
1: huh. So he. So you're saying he beat you Rosie O'Donnell? The then?
3: together. I'm sorry.
1: He beat Rosie O'Donnell. That means. Who
3: did?
1: Larry, because Larry was competing with Rosie for Amy's uh, affections. There you go. Yeah. I
3: mean, again, it's taking reality and squaring it. So maybe Rosie's the square. Yeah.
2: Squaring it. <laughs> Um, you're, so yeah. you're saying being the creator of a very popular show with the ability to cast young, beautiful women is uh, <laughs> might be helpful to uh, dating. Has some parts, yeah. yeah. I think
3: I might have some parts. I don't want to speak for Larry. Only yeah. Larry yeah. knows what's true. <laughs> but it certainly gave him a fun landscape to play in after having having gotten separated.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Jerry Seinfeld obviously in Seinfeld in the '90s, pretty much every actress it feels like at some point was coming through there and dating him for an episode here and there. But um, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe some similar motivations on Jerry's part, not, not to cast aspersions, but
3: <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, no, no.
1: All right. So um, I guess I'm we're still, ask
3: you to pause. can you pause taping for one second? No problem. Just um, I, because I'm.
1: Okay. So we're going to, uh, I think we're going to advance Donna here. I, I don't know how Larry would uh, rebuild the relationship with, with either Denise Or or Wendy after after that. And of course, the last we see of them is they actually the aforementioned Rosie O'Donnell. They engage with they use her to uh, chase him up the stairs and beat him when he tries to uh, to use stairs to escape from them. So why don't we uh, why don't we jump to an early season back when Larry was still with Cheryl. But of course, in season four, Cheryl had offered him an anniversary present. And so uh, Larry had a one time opportunity to uh, to look for other uh, potential partners. And uh, while trying to get to a Dodgers game in heavy traffic, he met Monina. Uh, can we see a little bit mm. of that?
3: Now, if you wanted to sit with
0: us, just have you have to make- you. <laughs> Get in the car. So, what's your name? Yep. Monina. What you What you into today? A little lollipop love little dick of the diamonds see actually i'm not really interested in any sex per se, per se. what do you want them freaky motherfuckers or something? to tell you the truth what i'd really like to do is i want to go to dodger stadium and uh i want to go to the game and i'll pay you for your time maybe what five hours it'll be you just want me to sit in the car just sit in the car that's all you have to do oh you a crazy son of a bitch all right a thousand dollars thousand dollars what are you kidding me that's uh two hundred dollars an hour exactly i can get four blowjobs an hour four blowjobs an oh, hour oh yes i'm good okay hey, i drove a cab i used to drive a good business are you telling me you're getting four blowjobs in an hour uh, yes honey you done picked up the best honey i got a red snapper that talks to you you know what it's saying way <laughs> we'll too much 750 and take me to the game <laughs> Outstanding!
3: Amazing! Yeah. That's a savvy businesswoman. I think Absolutely. that uh, she and Donna would have a great time
1: having cocktails together. Mm. Yeah, we we love Kim Whitley on this podcast, and we love Monina. Uh, obviously, just a Hall of Fame character on the show. But in terms of a long term relationship with Larry, although you know she gets along with Larry's dad, and so uh, she she does well with the family. But I just I don't know if I see them working out together long term. Um, if you're
3: pitting uh, one against a, if you're pitting her against Donna, I'm just thinking long term, it's not going to work out. I yeah. mean, fantastic, funny, hilarious Obviously a wild cat in bed But who's to say Donna isn't
4: Oh, Although, maybe yeah. a
3: lot of negotiations as a lawyer um, But uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking long-term compatibility Maybe, maybe not I mean, really, let's face it Larry can find anything wrong with anyone To, to pull the ripcord in And back out of a relationship Because he doesn't love himself mm. 100% He's yeah. a narcissist who also doesn't love himself that's my yeah,
2: and, sense. Yeah, that and only, sense yeah there's only there's only so long that's that larry's right. going along with that hourly rate i mean maybe once <laughs> twice three times but then it's just like all right i'm not paying you to be my girlfriend <laughs> right.
1: right all right well uh, you know uh sorry samantha i know that uh your time is short so maybe we'll uh We'll, we'll, we'll look at one more of uh, Larry's former partners with you and then um, we'll, we'll let you go and we really appreciate your time today well, why don't we why don't we uh, have a former guest of the podcast Katie Huffman who uh plays Katie Huffman mm. in the show and also from season four and uh she's she's in, she's in many episodes of season four but it's opening night it's the season finale when Larry and Katie look like they're about to seal the deal and Larry's about to cash in on his tenth anniversary present from Cheryl uh-huh
3: uh-huh. I've been thinking about that 10th anniversary present of yours.
4: (laughs) Sure. Close the door.
3: I mean, a hot Broadway star, it's a pretty hot, intoxicating thing.
1: Yeah. She's got a lead on Donna right now, but uh oh. Bush?
3: (laughs) 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 That's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker right there. Donna wins. Donna wins. Although Donna (laughs) could be a libertarian. (laughs) But I'd like to think she's not, that she's a staunch liberal.
1: There's being a Republican, and there's having a picture of George Bush in your dressing room, Republican. (laughs)
3: Yeah, that's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker. It's one thing if someone's parents have that, but she's way too hot not to know
1: better. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I, I do think, by the way, you know, I don't know e- anyone who'd like to push that much. I, I think it would I almost even make more sense today with Trump. Unfortunately, because I feel like there's a. There's a whole cult of personality around him, and that's obviously even more of a deal breaker. But, um, yeah, so Katie Huffman... his
3: his picture is in all the dresses, but yes,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't don't know how many, (laughs) although I I gotta say,
3: like, I do love George Bush Jr.'s um paintings now, He's softened in in my eyes. His policies were really, really terrible, but he has proven to be a really interesting, naive painter. Um, Hmm. if you're asking me again if it's Katie or Donna, I'm gonna say it's gotta be Donna because. The, the Bush was a, a deal breaker.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Until that yeah. moment, though, as you said, a hot Broadway actress, I think uh, she, she's got the lead on Donna, but then uh, pretty, she, she blows pretty, it all But
3: Pretty sexy. Plus, it just means she can get a great table at Bar Centrale or Joe Allen.
1: True.
2: So, true.
3: We know Larry's going to appreciate that.
2: What president does uh, Donna have a picture of in her uh, in her house? If you had to guess.
3: Alert mm. Fillmore. <laughs> it's hard to say. I don't know.
2: OK, well, I got like to say, I
3: think Jimmy Carter, but I, I don't know if that's really the Tigress <laughs> she is. Or, or, considering the Tigress, I think she is. I'm not sure she's that 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 she's that nuanced.
2: A fine choice.
1: Yeah. Outside, outside the Trump cult, you really don't. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever really been in someone's house and seen a picture of a U.S. president as like a like an honor on mm. their wall. Not, not so common now, like, you know, once upon a time, you know, with Lincoln or whatever might have been more common. But. I uh, mean,
3: let's give Katie Huffman a, a, the benefit of the doubt in that scene. It's entirely possible that that Bush was also a fan, and that he came back to the dressing room as celebrities do to say, "You were fantastic." Mm. And then, you know, she got in the House seats, so he sent a thank you photograph, and yeah. it was just sort of like, uh, what do you do to this? You have it in your Broadway dressing room. Let's give her yeah. the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Uh, if, but Larry says
1: I, you're a Republican, and she says yes, so.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. yeah all one. right. Yeah. Well, I, then I'm gonna have to go
3: with Donna wins again,
2: guys. Sorry Katie. Wins. <laughs>
3: Sorry, Katie. Sorry, Katie. Sorry, Katie. You are a brilliant and genius,
2: but uh yeah, no. No match for Donna.
1: Yeah. Right, so, so Donna remains undefeated. Uh Samantha has to go now. But again, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. We've had a great time.
3: Oh thank my you god, so, much. so
1: my pleasure. All right, so that was great. Uh thank you so much to uh Samantha. That was awesome. Uh so we have to head to go. But, Av, you and I are still here. We still have many other women to go through as we try and determine in head-to-head matchups uh, who will advance. Donna, uh, I've told the story on other podcasts. There's a famous story about the 2000 uh, Olympic team where they played, like, full court one-on-one. And Kevin Garnett beat every single player sequentially, one after another. And then they went around a second time. And then on the second go, on, like, the 15th game in a row, Alan Houston finally beat him. So Donna might be getting tired because she's uh, winning matchup after matchup. But she's, she's still in the ring. And I think uh, her next content, uh, the next contender is going to be Dr. Sheila Flom, played by Brenda yeah. Strong in The N-Word, season six, yeah, episode I, eight.
2: And, and as always, we always put this out there as a uh, PSA to potential guests. The uh, the best way to ensure that you do well in uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good uh, brackets, contests, what have you, is to come on the podcast and advocate for yourself. Hmm. So, yeah. um, you know, anyone else is out there ever want to come on the podcast. Uh, you'll probably do very well in whatever uh, episode we have you on. I we're doing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, of, co- of course, Samantha left, so Donna's uh, uh, a little bit weaker now. But uh, yeah, let's now see how she matches up Stocks or Flom.
2: Now she's exposed. Yeah.
0: Hi. Sheila here? Yeah, come on in. I'm her sister. Oh, hi.
3: You must be Larry. Yeah. Just come on in, have a seat. Make
0: yourself at home. Oh, thanks. She'll be right down.
1: For those who don't recall... Her house is set up like a waiting room.
3: <laughs> Have nothing to worry about. It'll be fine. Thank you. Oh, hi. hi, Larry.
0: Hi. Oh, this is my brother, Joe. Larry. Hey, Joe. Nice to meet you. And I suppose you met
3: Tresh, my sister.
0: Yes. Yeah. Wow. huh? You look great. It took me about two hours to get ready. (laughs) Larry.
3: Why don't we move this to my bedroom? Sure. Go upstairs, take off your clothes, and I'll be in to see you in a few minutes.
2: Yeah, I mean, so there's Assertive, and then there's um, Dr. Sheila Flum, whose um, approach to um, relationships and lovemaking is just way too clinical for my taste, and I think for Larry's taste as well. I mean, it's one thing to have a fish tank in your, uh, in your apartment. It's quite another to have what's, like, literally a receptionist area. Um, I, yeah, I mean, like, it's one thing that, you know, you have the chairs, you have the fish tank, but, like, that whole, like, literal, like, secretary's uh, vestibule that she has set up is just, like... What's even the, you know, alternative explanation for what's going on there?
1: Yeah, Donna's, Don, Don I think, uh, a lot more fun than Dr. Flom is going to be, ultimately.
2: Yeah, you're not taking Dr. Flom to a dinner party, um, and if you do, she's going to be left to sit, not even <laughs> not, not at the cool kids' table, not even at the not cool kids' table. She's going to be sitting in the reception. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, so D- Donna continues her, uh, her run through this tournament. Um, and who should, uh, who's her next battle? Why, why don't we go to uh, Loretta? All right, Loretta, that's a good one.
4: Just how I love you so. You don't know me. Kill <laughs> them all now.
0: Black, I got number two black. What? Are you going to sign that? Are you ready? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Don't make me come back there. Go it, Fuck you Larry,
4: bullshit
3: motherfucker. You are such a bald asshole. I can't even be dancing. Who the fuck do you think you talking to? Don't nobody talk to my man like
0: that. You better get your ass out of my house, you fucking bitch. Goodbye
1: yeah so listeners know how i feel about that scene uh fantastic that is the high point of the uh loretta larry relationship uh in the bat mitzvah of course but in as we get to season seven and she gets sick and she gets very whiny and her family gets a bit much and i think uh the uh the bloom is off the rose there pretty quickly
2: yeah, I mean, if if things had ended at that point and we just like came back for the next oh, season and, she's the and the and the blasts were gone, she would be the winner for sure. Right now, she would yeah. really take the belt. But yeah, and we I wonder mean, whatever
1: happened. Yeah, but we see what happened. In it.
2: Yeah, and like honestly, like I guess you could say that about a lot of these women. Is that you know, right. yeah. on a, you know, one episode, one date, everything seems great. A, a relationship uh, exposes some of the warts. Um, but you know, for, with the rest of them, we're rest to speculate. With Loretta, we know full well she becomes extremely needy, extremely um, you know, bossy of Larry, and you know, he's he, he can't have
1: that yeah all right so why don't we i think there's um so yeah he, he dates loretta the first couple episodes of season seven and then we meet mary jane porter the next in the hot towel played by sherry stringfield um and no spoiler but uh mary jane might be my my least uh favorite of the various uh paramours that larry has but but let's give her a chance and let's see how she stacks up against donna
0: Do you want some pie? Pie? Oh my god. It's delicious. Mmm. Oh. It's so good. Really? I made it. Do you want some? You made I, it? Yeah, I took a dessert class and it is delicious and I'm not kidding. All right, I'll uh, try it. good. am okay, fine. All right. Sorry. What is it? What kind? Oh shit. It's my boyfriend. You've got to be quiet. What? Talking? Didn't Hello. What's going on? Uh, no, oh, nothing. You know, just I'm just hanging out. Not really doing oh. anything, actually. Oh. 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 Wow. Oh God, no, no. I'm watching TV. It's like on the Discovery Channel. Uh, why don't we talk about tomorrow? Oh, oh, you are. Then I'll I'll see you in a minute. Okay. Bye. Fuck. You gotta go. What? My boyfriend's coming well, over. You didn't tell me you had a boyfriend. I mean, it didn't come up. You didn't ask me. Well, I, I, it should have come up. No, <laughs> should have come up. I <laughs> go. This will suck, seriously, for me. Do you Larry, like him, Larry? You've got to go. I, I can't get into this night. Hello. No, you're fine. You got to oh, go, Larry. Huh? Please. He will not understand this situation. Yeah, you know what? You I don't understand. This he
2: question.
0: will kill you. <laughs> well, we we can talk tell about it later. Is he a big guy?
2: I don't <laughs> <lie yet. laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she's not great. She's not great. No, uh, she
1: has no redeeming qualities. She's cheating on him. It, it not, nothing makes sense about him, her, or this relationship, really.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, Larry here in a uh, Samantha situation with the uh, the cast on one of his hands um, definitely interfered with his ability. Um, but, you know, with the, this condition that he'll be in by the end of this episode after uh, Mary Jane's boyfriend presumably kicks his ass uh, after being helped by um, – Christian Slater uh, you know he's he's probably the one who um, unleashes the worst situation of Larry that we experienced in the show
1: yeah um, yeah so Mary Jane is not going to uh, be able to defeat Donna here um, but yeah but she's uh, we, we've saved some of the real heavy hitters for for later on and uh, we'll see how Donna can do actually let's so everybody you know we have a few people from season four when Cheryl offered Larry Of course, the opportunity to have an anniversary gift. And then everyone else is from the end of season six and season seven and eight. Once uh, Larry's single, we have one person from season one who, if folks may remember, in the group, we meet Lucy Montone, played by Melanie Smith, who's an ex-girlfriend of Larry's. But uh, there's some implication or some some suspicion on the parts of at different points, Larry and Cheryl and Lucy and Jeff, actually, that maybe there's a potential for more. So why don't we uh, get reacquainted just a little bit with Lucy Montone here?
0: Hi, this is my wife hi. Cheryl. Oh. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. All yeah, all yeah right. I'm here.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, how do you guys know each other? Well, <laughs> we screw up. We up. Oh, yeah. Okay. But she didn't like me very much. I, I didn't know. like her very much. <laughs> when he stopped actually being fun, I was fun. completely I Actually liking and him, it didn't really. Oh, good, <laughs> good. You were thinking of this woman Lucy the whole time mm, you were. No, not the whole time. She made a brief appearance and said goodbye. You know. You know what? I, I have to say, I, I'm not crazy about you sitting around thinking about Lucy Montone or right, other I'll... women or uh, ex-girlfriends that okay, you know. Okay, Lucy and... Montone is out. She's made her last appearance. That's it. Yeah, I didn't particularly care for her anyway, to tell you the truth. Is that right? Yeah, she's got a bad attitude, does not participate in the lesbian scenes, very hard to get along <laughs> with. You know, it's got a, it's like prima donna. I
2: don't need any prima donnas. I mean, you can't have prima donnas.
1: Yeah, she doesn't participate so, who, in the lesbian scenes. disappointing. Donna,
2: donna versus prima donna.
1: Yeah, uh, so Donna's going to advance there, but I think we should use that segue of the lesbian scenes to uh, introduce Shara, because she offered uh, both herself and her sister.
2: <laughs> yeah, lesbians, uh, incest, mm. all sorts of great stuff.
1: Yeah. Shara. This is going to be t- Donna's uh, toughest test yet, I think.
2: Oh, well,
0: hello. You're a Jew, yes? Yes, I am a Jew. Big Jew.
4: Big. Big Jew, and you still told him to take off his Jew cap?
0: Yes, I did.
4: Thank you, my friends. What's your
0: name? Laid. Laid? Son of Nat.
4: Son of Nat.
0: My friends call me Larry. I like you. What's not to like?
4: Uh, you're a Jew. Yeah. My name is Shara. Shara. Jew, ah, filthy Jew, filthy Jew, Fuckin
0: Jew, <laughs> Zionist pig, you occupying fuck, uh, I'm Occupy occupier, this. I'm an occupier. Yeah. I'm going to fuck the Jew out of you. Yeah, that's not so easy. You want to beat me? That's not so easy. Like Israel, fuck my country. Shadow, which reminds huh? me of what something
2: Theodore Herzl. <sighs> what 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 is that uh, quote of Theodore Herzl that you think it uh, reminds her of? <laughs> reminds him of if so you will it it is truth. no true yeah. <laughs> that's a good question yeah
1: um you know donna's had a good run I- i'm not sure how he she's gonna beat shara here shara is up for anything as long as larry will not side with goldblatt's deli yeah and i mean long term yeah, shara- can share can char hang out with larry's friends well, maybe maybe not that might be a challenge but um, well, the, he does, the she doesn't need to. Yeah. She
2: works. At, she works in the Palestinian chicken restaurant, which Larry says is the place that you go to for all sorts of secret relationships. So I think they'll just camp out there. They'll camp out at his house, um, and you know everything will be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Shara's just, like, uh, tailor-made to uh, to dominate this uh, this competition. Um, hmm. She she possesses all the qualities. She's just, like, the ultimate forbidden fruit. Um, she just, like, gets into the, like, the very essence of Larry's inner id, of, like, everything that he's uh, always desired but never been able to have.
1: Hmm. All right, so Shara's going to advance over Donna. And uh, the last segue, when we were talking about uh, the threesomes, you might have thought that I was going in the direction of, of Jane Cohn, the bisexual. But maybe now we compare her to Shara because it's the... Uh, the ultimate Jew against the ultimate, uh, very much not Jew. Good.
0: for most postseason home runs. Most postseason home runs. Come on, Jay. What are you? What are you doing? Give me a test. Come on. Bernie Williams. Eh, wrong, Manny. 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 Whoa! Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I took your your, your shoe no, right it, off. No, it's there. fine. Are you really sorry? Y- yes. Really? Yes. Okay, then give me a bow. I don't know if I'm bow sorry. No, I need bow sorry. I'm not forgiving you. Really? <laughs> yeah. You want the bell? I do. Jane. Larry. You got it. Yay! (laughs) Uh, Whoa, you dropped something. What is this? Are you juicing? No, no. Look, it's not for performance. It's just for recovery time. Bullshit, Larry. No, seriously. I, are you kidding? I could put up those numbers anytime. You think anybody else could do what I do just by taking one of those pills? I have skills. <laughs> hey, what, what are you doing? Where's, where's my ticket? What about the Hall of Fame? You're not getting in.
2: Everybody's doing it. I was just leveling the playing field.
1: So, which way are you going here?
2: Um, I got to stick with Shara. I don't like the games that Jane plays, pitting Rosie and Larry against each other. I don't like the way that she, um, you know, is so emasculating and dismissive of his uh, desire to take uh, performance enhancing drugs that all they do is benefit her. Like, who cares?
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you on the latter, but I'm going to I'm going to side with Jane here. First of all, uh, Larry seems, you know, you said he wants the anti Cheryl. Now, of course, the anti anti-sher sure would be Jewish. And he actually he mentions positively when talking to to Rosie about the fact that she's a Jew. So it seems like all things all things being equal, Larry would rather have the Jew. Um and in real life, like who's who's easier to have a relationship with? This woman who, like you know, he can't bring home to any of his friends, or this person who loves sex, loves baseball, wants to. I mean, this person seems like a but she's Jewish. It seems perfect to me, and you know how we know it's so perfect because in real life, Larry started dating Amy Landecker. So fair, fair. So I, I'm i gonna lean to Jane here, but I don't know how we uh, now that we've lost uh, Samantha. I don't know how we uh, yeah. figure out a tiebreaker. Right. Or...
2: You you convinced me, and oh, you know okay. I, I will say that, especially since um as we learned with Lucy um. Her hesitation to participate in the lesbian scenes is something that I imagine will not be a problem for Jane.
1: Oh, absolutely not at all. Yeah, um, all right. So I'm going to use the Lucy segue, and let's talk about a uh, another Lucy, Lucy Lawless, mm-hmm. who uh, Larry, the first person Larry dates uh, post Cheryl, when they're only separated in season six, in the Tebow guy, the very episode where they first separate.
0: Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Can you believe that? It's okay. It's not your fault. Mint? Yeah. Tissue? No. Very prepared. So what do you want to do now? Could go to my house.
3: Your house? Sure. It's just up the road.
0: Uh, Christ. What? My testicles got ensnared in the fly of my underwear. And the doctor said, I can't have sex for a week. But we can go there for dinner.
4: I was only talking about dinner, you big asshole. No,
2: no, I, I, no. Yeah, I think Larry gets a raw deal here. I mean, yeah. she was a she was a little suggestive, and he like he didn't even say the sex is on the table. He said, "Let's go have dinner." So, yeah, um, it's def- definitely an overreaction. Uh, obviously a very very beautiful woman. Um, probably the the wealthiest uh, woman in the in the world of Curb that we that Larry has encountered. So, um, you know, that's uh, definitely something to her credit. But, um, you know, I just I, I don't think this is going to last if like Larry's just going to always be putting his foot in his mouth.
1: Yeah, this is a, this is the toughest one for me. Um. I think that Lucy treats him very unkindly here as, you know, you invite someone over for dinner on a, if, I mean, excuse me, you invite someone over to your house uh, on a date. I think there's some implications. And, and as you said, Larry wasn't saying he was expecting those implications. He was saying quite the opposite. He was just setting the expectations for her, um, but she's very beautiful. That accent, I'm absolutely smitten. So I, I really don't know which way to go, but uh, you you want to go with Jane?
2: Yeah, let's move forward with Jane.
1: OK, all right. So we're, we're going to keep going forward with Jane. And now our, our final three contestants are three contestants from season four uh, back when uh, Larry had the opportunity, uh, much like with Katie, to uh, cash in on an anniversary present. And of course, we're wondering, fast forward, Larry single, uh, which one of these people would he want to go back to and, and give another run maybe for a longer term relationship why don't we start with someone who uh, very little happens with. That's Delilah, the hygienist. Uh, but she's in uh, both The Weatherman and season four, episode four, and the five with the next episode where she clearly has uh, indicates that she has an interest in Larry. And, um, and she's very suggestive in a couple of occasions. And Larry is looking for someone with whom to uh, cash in that anniversary present. So he considers her as a potential option. So let's uh, let's remind ourselves. Let's see a little bit of Delilah, the hygienist. <laughs> He's leaning her bosom in very tight as she gets him prepared.
2: Look at those lips.
1: First, mm. Gives him gives him a little kiss. And there it, there it is again. She's licking the lips at the bat mitzvah.
0: You and me? Really?
4: Am I being too forward? Because when you were at the office, you gave me the tongue sign.
0: Tongue sign? I I was just really trying to get some cotton out of my mouth. So, I I, I don't get it. Why me? I don't know.
4: You remind me of my college history teacher.
0: Was he an avuncular bald Jew? (laughs) Hello?
4: So, where were we?
0: Hello? Hey, Delilah. It's Larry David. Hi, Larry. Um, sorry, but... I'm not going to be able to make it tonight.
4: Why not?
0: A dog bit my penis.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good excuse. Yeah.
1: And the uh, same thing sort of happens with Lucy, where he's, he's having a lot of medical conditions happening to his genitalia. I don't, th- <laughs> yeah. I, don't think, I don't think a doctor's ever told me that I wasn't permitted to engage in sexual behavior.
2: Yeah, you have to wonder this Delilah uh, lady over here. Like, <laughs> how many of uh, Dr. Funkhouser's patients is she making a pass at?
1: Yeah, because they were trying to get cotton out of their mouth. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't see much of a long-term relationship there. I, I don't think she's much of a competition for Jane.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree.
1: All right. And then um, uh, one more sort of a, a quick hit and run is with uh, Christina, the fellatio teacher, which is Larry gets to New York in the episode opening night for the Broadway performance, and Jeff has uh, been the, uh, the matchmaker here and finds a potential date for, for Larry.
2: Yeah, I mean, this should be a, as much of a sure thing as there is in life, right? Maybe not as much as Monina, but pretty close behind that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I no. am I, a
1: fellatio teacher. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm.
0: That's what you do? Yes. You have classes? I'm an expert. I don't know how anybody could do that without a blindfold on. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, it's a grotesque no, monster. no, that it is penis. not
3: grotesque. Don't even yes. say that. No, it's beautiful. And it's sad if somebody doesn't get to experience it,
0: yeah. Oh dear god. <laughs> All right. A little Mexicale.
4: Do you like spicy food?
0: I love spicy food. I I love spicy food. I love spicy
4: food. Did you know that spicy food makes a man's come taste delicious? I
0: did not know that. Did not you know that. I did not know that. It's true. Oh, Jenny. Did not know that. No. Delicious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's so a lot of spice you. on there. Huh?
0: I
4: wrote
3: a book. I started realizing that women were just so sort of timid about the whole thing. Can I...
2: <clears throat> you okay? <sighs> just the way I like it. Yeah. So, you know, on the plus side with uh, Christina, she loves giving blowjobs. On on the downside, she loves uh, eating spicy food, and uh, that's a bridge too far for me. I don't go with people who make me eat spicy food. Spicy oh, wow. food is horrible. Um, spicy food makes me sweat. It makes my mouth on fire. It makes me my uh, my uh, my nose run. I like eating things that are uh, that taste good and are enjoyable to eat. It's like this hot take that I have. Um, hmm. I like to be not not be miserable while I eat. So yeah, that's my thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. I can't go forward with someone where spicy food is going to be a. Uh, a major part of the relationship, even if uh, it comes at the expense of sacrificing all of those blowjobs.
1: Okay. Um, did I mention this when we did uh, that episode in the podcast, the the Andy Dick character in Old School?
2: I don't remember. Go ahead. No. <laughs>
1: did, did you, do you remember that scene from Old School? Yeah, no, I don't. So Andy Dick plays a fellatio instructor Okay. who's who's teaching a group of women how to give blowjobs. Anyway, that, that's my only other fellatio instructor experience. I don't know if that's a real thing or not, but at least in these two pieces of entertainment, it's it is. a
2: it's a very, it's a, yeah, it's a very admirable profession.
1: I think that the biggest challenge for Larry is going to be, uh, as we saw in clear history, Larry cannot tolerate a uh, partner who is uh, giving up blowjobs to other people. And uh, if he's, were, if he were to date this woman in any kind of long-term way, I don't think she wants to give up her career. So I don't know how Larry would overcome that. So I think for that reason, um, yeah. For that reason alone, I'm going to say that um, Christina, the fellatio teacher, Christina, probably not a Jew, I'm going to guess from that name, probably uh, she's going to lose to Jane Cohn as well. Yeah, that's fair. And that leaves us with just one final contestant, uh, which is Anna, played by Gina Gershon, the uh, ultra-Orthodox laundromat uh, owner or co-owner along with her wife and uh, in The Survivor in season four, episode nine. Her husband. Uh, it's just, thank you. Sorry. Yeah. In uh, episode. Uh, her- yeah.
2: Her husband, Shlomo, he's a huge schmuck.
1: Yeah. Huge schmuck. And in season four, episode nine, Anna agrees to uh, get down and dirty with Larry. And uh, is that the scene we have or do we have a different scene?
2: That's the, the scene that we have. Ah, okay. Where'd
4: you get the sheet? Let <laughs> it Who brings the sheet to
3: hotel? And what's it? There's a hole there.
0: Yeah, because you're a scenic. Would you believe that stupid shit?
1: What kind of fucking idiot are you?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, shit, earthquake.
2: What? 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 Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, that stupid shit. Yeah, so we will. We only got a little bit of Anna there. Obviously, uh, there's more of her um, yeah. that we see, or, you know, from earlier in that episode. I would say she's she's, I think, the only character outside of probably Susie that could like go head to head with Larry in terms of just like his her like ability to just like deliver these like sharp insults and just like not give a shit about anything other than just like what she wants, what she wants to say. Um, you know, I said earlier that you know this person uh, who was going to win this had to uh, most likely be a Gentile. Now at the end, we have uh, two. So uh shows what I know, and I guess maybe shows where some of the uh, inner biases of the uh, host of this podcast come into play. Ah,
1: OK. Uh, so which way are you going between Anna and Jane?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Anna. Um, you know, she might not be the nicest person, but, you know, there's a little bit of shower in her, um, although a Jewish version. So, like, you know, she could bring he could bring Anna around. Um, she loves to fuck. And she loves to just like, you know, she flaunts uh, Judaism like she's, you know, smoking out on the Sabbath. She's doing, um, you know, meeting um, guys in hotel rooms. So, like, you know, she's she's not too religious. So I think she's uh, she'll fit in nicely.
1: And I think she could definitely the way that we saw um, Loretta. Give it back to susie i think you're right that if susie were to uh yeah. insult uh anna anna would uh, not tolerate that for one second and she'd go right back at her also um yeah i i love Gina gershon i think i mean these are all obviously uh very beautiful women uh, all these characters uh, all these actresses uh playing the characters that, that larry's dating uh, as samantha said uh not a coincidence that these are the people that larry lines up as his as his romantic partners so i'm torn here I, i'll agree with you i guess i'll lean towards anna And then the only last question that remains as we wrap up this podcast is Anna or Cheryl. Who's the one that got away?
2: Um, I think Anna. I mean, obviously, like he he had his chance with Cheryl, like Cheryl went as far as it could go, and it was obviously not destined to work out. I mean. Anna was the one that like slipped away, and maybe if he had uh, nurtured that relationship more, if not for an earthquake striking and uh, interfering, who knows what could have happened? Cheryl, we know how it things end.
1: We know. Was Anna willing to leave that schmuck and and end up with Larry permanently, or was this just a fling she wanted one Shabbos afternoon?
2: I think she would have uh, fallen in love with Larry's uh, pocketbook very quickly. Oh,
1: okay, all right. So congratulations, Anna. I did not see that coming. I don't think she was the favorite here. So uh, a big upset win for Anna.
0: Oh come on, be a come with guy. <laughs>
1: Um, I guess that means that she is the come-with gal in this episode. Who's the the fucking asshole? You're a fucking asshole. That's what you are. Who's the fucking
3: asshole? I think it's Katie Hoffman.
1: Oh, well, always Larry. But yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Katie for the Bush post. (laughs) (laughs) Again, because in my head, it's a Trump poster if they redo this episode. So, um, yeah. And so I guess we have Anna, and then we have seasons 9 and 10 and 11 to go. And so we'll keep in mind, and we'll see, because I'm sure we know in seasons 9 and 10 that Larry dates many women. And I'm sure in season 11, he'll have an opportunity as well. So we'll have to keep track and see uh, uh, who's the leader in that clubhouse as we continue on.
2: Yeah. So like every time we uh, encounter a new uh, love interest, we could kind of uh, compare her against Anna and see if uh, she seizes the belt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Anna holding the belt uh, at this point. Very, very, very exciting, of course, for us, because we are less than two weeks away now from the premiere of season 11 of Curb Enthusiasm. So we may or may not have uh, one more special episode for you guys next week. And then the following week, of course, we will have live Curb. Very exciting. Uh, anything else to say, Av?
2: No, it's very possible the next time you'll uh, hear from us is going to be as we start recapping season 11, episode one. Mm. Um, so, whether you hear from us again next week or it's two weeks, I would say that I'm really excited and that everything that's uh, soon to come promises to be. Pretty, pretty,
0: pretty, pretty, pretty.
4: Get a life juice.